Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, thanks for being with us once again on Simply Financial. I'm Walter Sorholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. Find us online, listen to past episodes, and learn more by going to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. We're going to put Kevin's more than 28 years of financial planning experience to the test on today's show. Hey, Kevin, how you doing this week? Doing pretty good, Walter. You know, I'm all excited because I'm headed out to Montana right after we get done here. So, ah, uh, the uh, the big uh, what are they? Is that big sky country? What do they call big, big sky? Big sky country. Is it big yep, co- Montana? Okay, I got that. Right. But it's going to be big cold country because Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday the high of 30s and the low in the teens. Ooh, wow, that yeah. is amazing. Is that just due to the elevation, or is that? Uh, just that time of year in that region of the country. Yeah, it's, it's further north. And, you know, okay. Dan Dan gave me the call, you know, because he knows I'm in Michigan. I dress warm. So he's wanting to know what I'm packing. So he had to go buy everything I have oh, <laughs> so he man. doesn't get cold. So, yeah, what's the uh, what, what, what's your clothing of choice? Because my grandparents, they're in Maine. I know we've talked about them before. So they're all about the, yep. go, the goose down coats. Is that the thing up in up in Michigan? Well, no, we use um, Primaloff. That seems to be a little warmer for oh, me. Okay. So, yeah, Primaloff I'll take out there, and then I'll take three or four layers. And, you know, one day we'll be in the boat drifting down the river. The next day we'll be in the waders. So I don't know how we're going to keep warm, but we'll give, it a, we'll give it a good whirl. It's all about the socks, right? You just got to keep your socks dry? Oh, yeah. Once my feet are wet or cold, I'm done. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. That's the most important thing. So you got to keep those feet dry. Uh, do you guys do like snowshoe? Is it, are we talking like that much snow and cold and deep or more still like wood? No, they're supposed to be like snow flurries, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, projecting okay. snow flurries, but it's going to be cold. I'm like, yeah. last week it was in the seventies every week. So now nah, this week when we're going, of course nice. it's going to be dipping. Yeah. I just was curious if you had to break out snowshoes and that whole, that whole, that's a whole nother level there. I would that's, that's too much work. You know that. I'm that's not what I'm that. thinking. Like I like hiking and going out in the <laughs> yeah. woods and doing stuff, but boy, that just seems like it'd be a lot of work to wear snowshoes and you know, just seems like that would take some of the fun out of it. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't think I'm that coordinated. I'd probably fall down every <laughs> fourth step. <laughs> be like trying to ski, water ski, right? It'd take, yeah. take way too much practice time to get good at it and you'd be all sore and injured by the time you figured it out. Yeah, I tried that in the past too. It wasn't so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stubbed my toe in normal shoes. I, I hate to think what I would do in a pair of snowshoes. So. Yeah, me too. I don't think I'd be too balanced in it. So. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, since you're getting ready for a little road trip, that's going to be the subject of our uh, conversation today. We're going to talk about what happens on your retirement road trip. Lessons from the road that we can apply to our retirement planning. We'll dive into that in a couple of minutes. We're also going to talk about some financial disasters, Uh, you know, wildfires, hurricanes, floods, all those kinds of things are in the news all the time. It seems now they certainly grab big headlines. What are some of the disasters that can happen in your financial life? Uh, This isn't meant to shock or alarm necessarily, but we want to avoid disasters wherever we can. So we're going to talk about how to do that on today's show, plus answering some of your questions All of that is on the docket. But first, let's kick it off with, did you see this? Every week, we try to bring you an odd piece of news from the world of personal finance, investing, and estate planning. And uh, this week's piece of news, Kevin, comes to us uh, from Great Britain. Uh, A British man spent $30,000 in legal fees and court costs fighting a $100 speeding ticket 
adding insult to injury, he lost the case. Oh, <laughs> a, ma- a man about principles, it sounds like. There. I, I'm going to say, you know, they always say it's never about the money. I think it wasn't about the money this time. How about you? Because he spent 30 grand on a $100 speeding ticket. That's kind of weird, if you ask me. Mm. He must have been pretty sure of himself or, or her, whoever it was, right? I mean, even if you start factoring in the cost of increased insurance, right? Because it may not just right. be the $100 cost there. You know, if we're really looking at this from a mathematical standpoint, you're going to have increased insurance, but not $30,000 worth (laughs) (laughs) that's a lot of years worth of insurance right unless he's already at like 100 points or something crazy on the license and this is going to stick him into the super duper threshold of you know ten thousand dollar a month insurance or something crazy like that but that doesn't sound realistic so yeah it just sounds like a crazy guy (laughs) the wheel's on the wrong side anyway so who knows right (laughs) (laughs) that's right exactly we can't we can't fully uh decipher or interpret but thought you'd find some humor in that this week uh, well, hopefully you don't get any speeding tickets on your road trip coming up, Kevin, out to Montana. Well, you know, it's 80 mile an hour out there. Oh, really? So they really yep. kick it up a notch. Yeah, they kick her up a notch quite a bit out there. You're, so. you're getting into Autobahn territory there. <laughs> Almost. Fantastic. Well, if you're going to be heading out on a road trip like Kevin soon, there is probably a long list of check uh, checklist items that you want to be sure that you haven't forgotten. My wife and I have been discussing maybe renting an RV and doing like an extended trip. And I, I kind of go through, man, boy, the checklist just really starts to grow. The more days you add, the more destinations you add. And then when you have extra space in something like an RV, you're adding all these extra checklist items that you, because you can bring more stuff with you. So yeah, it just you makes the load it up. Longer. Right. Yeah. Load it up. <laughs> um, so same thing in retirement. We need to address some things, make a checklist. And we can kind of apply some of the same principles from our road trip to our retirement planning as well. So uh, to give you a good idea of where we're heading with uh, today's analogy, we're trying to make retirement simpler, easier to understand, as we always do here on the show. So first thing you got to do, now you've already solved this problem for your short-term trip here, Kevin, you got to decide where you're going. My wife and I are still in that mode as we kind of plan out that big RV trip. We're not really sure. Do we want to head south and hit some of the southern like national parks. Montana is on our list. We want to you know, go that far out there. We're still trying to decide where we want to go and got to kind of do the same thing in retirement, right? Well, you do. You, you know, the first thing when you sit down and you talk retirement planning is where are you going? What do you want to do in life? That seems to be the, um, you know, the, the question that kicks off most conversations. Remember Yogi Bear, that great philosopher you know, from the Yankees? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are you going to yeah, drop a yogiism on us? I'm going to drop a yogiism on <laughs> you because I remember this is if you don't know where you're going, you're going to end up someplace, right? That's right. Yep. <laughs> well, I want to add something to that quote that someplace may be someplace you don't want to go. Mm, that's true. You know, just saying I want to be retired. So if you sit down and you're saying, I just want to be retired, you know, you're not really identifying any sort of destination out there. When I sit down with people, um, when they first come in the office, we have lots of questions. A lot of them are going to be, you know, what 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 do you want to do with your time when you're retired? You know, is your priority to travel? Or guess what? It's going to take an extra income if you're going to travel. You know, it's just going to take more money. Where do you want to live? Are you going to stay in Michigan? Or are you going to winter in Florida, Arizona? You have lots of clients that do that. Um, you, you know, you like the warmer client. You, know, you want to get out of there in winter. Guess what? Extra income. If you're going to do that, if you're going to go to Florida, Arizona, or some of those warmer climates, are you going to buy a condo? Are you going to rent? Are you going to VRBO? Are you going to go Airbnb? What's it going to do? Because we need to factor one thing. How much income is it going to take from your part to make all these things happen? 
So that's just the starting point for a happy retirement, sitting down and doing the planning for those things. And it all starts with what? The first step from you, the listener. You have to take the first step. And that's what our Simplicity Tree plan will do for you. Think of it as a GPS to get you through into retirement and also to get you home. So that planning process starts with what do you want to do in retirement? That's just the, the, the question that starts. You have to figure that out before you can go forward. That's a great point, Kevin. If you want to talk to Kevin about getting your financial GPS, if you will, or about getting that uh, process in place that's going to help you more efficiently plan for retirement, you can give him a call. 888-885-PLAN is the show number. Uh, You don't have to go on the air, of course. Uh, In fact, you'll probably get the voicemail, leave a quick message, and just let the team know that you'd like to talk a little bit more about your own situation. 888-885-PLAN is that number to dial. So we decide where we're going to go, first of all, when it comes down to that road trip. And then once we pick those destinations or destination, Kevin, you got to map out the route, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a lot easier today than it was, you know, say 20 years ago. It's true. But there's, yeah. in fact, you know, I, I disagree with you in, in a way. It's, it's almost harder now because we're so reliant on the GPS that if you want to deviate, it won't let you. It keeps trying to always get you back on a different route, which can get very annoying. So like on big, long road trips, I may decide I don't want to take, you know, I-40 out west. I want to go a little bit further south. So you end up having to map it out on your own or navigate shorter distances, right? So sometimes it makes it more difficult. Well, my GPS, I call Lola. And she says recalculating, it drives me nuts. So sometimes I shut Lola off myself. Um, but yeah, remember the old days, Walter, and you went to AAA and you got a trip tick or, you know, my dad, mom used to call the Chamber of Commerce and get, you know, maps from where they were going so they knew what, to, knew what was going on. Yeah, I, those good I, old days? I don't I don't know what a trip tick is. No, nope. <laughs> you've you've surpassed me there. Um, well, the AAA, you know, they're right here in, in uh, Michigan, right yeah. here in Bay I know City. AAA, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You'd go there and say, I want to go to, say, Montana. Well, they'd come back with what's called a trip tick, where they'd give you, you know, all the stops, all the everything along the way, and tell you the routes to take, and all those kind of like a, a old GPS, but it was in writing, and and that told you how to get from point A to point B. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah. My, I guess, growing up, we were we were big into the atlas, so we had the you know fifty fifty states on fifty pages. Uh, with a couple of sections that, you know, were extra zoomed in to get around certain cities. And so we would, you know, switch over on our trips from North Carolina to Maine. We'd go through all the, okay, we're entering Virginia, flip over to Virginia, you know, we flip to Virginia and okay, there we are. Okay, we found ourselves on the map. And then, okay, let's map our way through Virginia. And then you're you're flipping from Virginia to Maryland. And then you're like, oh, oh, we're in West Virginia for two seconds. Hold on, we got to find West Virginia. What's the, you know, kind of mapping it out that way. You're going from M to V in the back of the book. Right, right? exactly. (laughs) Well, in retirement planning, you know, determining your route, how do you get to and through retirement is going to mean answering a lot of different questions. So how much risk do you need to take to accomplish your goals? And what is your income gap? So your income gap is you have, say, you need $4,000 per month uh, coming in to do the things you want to do, but you have $3,000 coming in from pensions and Social Security. That gap is $1,000. So from there, we want to know what is your, re- your retirement number, what we call your retirement number. What rate, of, uh, what rate of return do you need to earn on what you already saved to produce that $1,000 a month so you don't run out of money? And what type of investments will produce income, whether the market's up, down, sideways, and going, uh, you know, sitting still? And who's going to coach you along the way? Those are all questions that you need to sit down and you need to answer before you take that trip and before you get on that route. So you have the answers before you get there. Just don't wing it. 
Great point, Kevin. And uh, this is always kind of a, a fun one as well. Whenever we're traveling or going on a long trip, there's always a battle over who's going to control the radio or the you know the, the the phone or playing the music the CD player whatever it may be whatever's in your car right uh, kind of wide different ways of playing audio in the car but at some point you're going to try to decide what and who to listen to and how to do it and uh, that can that can be fun on a road trip to the, to battle that out with your significant other or the other people in the car with you. <laughs> Well, yeah, we just, uh, Lynette and I took a trip yesterday, and she was like, can you change that station right in the middle of something I was listening to? <laughs> I'm listening to that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'm like, as soon as this conversation's done, but um, I get it. So if you like me, you're going to, you know, what do you like to listen to? You know, if I'm, I'm out, I out, like, I'm, I'm on the road a lot, as you know, Walter, so I like to listen to audiobooks, I like to listen to podcasts, um, something that piques my interest. But maybe some people, I've heard of this, I have Paul down there in North Carolina, he researches uh, radio stations that are available away, or available along his route, wherever he's oh, going He's to. going old school, huh? He's going old school. He's, he's, he's a techie, but he's old school in some things, which is odd. But, um, but in retirement planning, it's also important to decide who and what you're going to listen to along the way. We got how many media outlets out there we can listen to? There's, you know, CNBC, there's Fox News, there's, you know, CNN, there's all of these things. And guess what? Everybody has different opinions. And the ones that we find out around here is you got friends, families, and coworkers who often will tell you one thing and then make, you know, maybe tempt you to get out of what you're doing normally. So it's important to identify which voices you're going to listen to and let into your world because those voices are like, an elevator they will take you up or they will take you down in mentality or or just your mood for that day so if you listen to somebody who's constantly complaining guess what that's going to affect you sooner mm-hmm. or later true so you know so pick somebody that's positive that's my advice and work with an advisor that can keep you grounded when the market doesn't go so smoothly because it always doesn't go so smoothly you're going to need to keep those emotions intact that's where people get in trouble they listen to the co-workers they listen to cnbc they're listening to somewhere and it tends to get them off their normal track and you're going to need a retirement plan this is critical that produces income regardless of what the market is doing if your income needs are planned for this is going to help you out emotionally when the market is going down. So if your income is still coming in when the market's down, up, sideways, it'll help you stay more emotional, uh, more emotionally stable. I've seen that over and over and over than if you don't have your income planned for. Yeah, that's a really good point, Kevin. And I think the um, your point about making you know who you listen to affecting your mood is certainly a big one because I've definitely it experienced is. that. I like to listen to talk radio, but sometimes. You listen to the political stuff, and I like to listen to it, but if you listen to it for a little too long, or if you're already kind of not in a great mood, and you're getting a lot of that negativity and that very intense delivery, it just makes your blood pressure go up a little bit and can make you more mad and just kind of get you in the, in the wrong path for the day. And so I'll find myself flipping over sometimes to like the oldie station because the songs are just so happy and just have you know some soul to them and yeah. it just puts you in a totally different mood. So yeah, it's 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 a it's a thing to think about. It's not something that just let happen to you. You have to actively determine what am I going to listen to, who am I going to listen to, both on your road trips and in retirement. That's a good lesson because I think to learn. You could be on an emotional roller coaster in a two-hour, you know, radio show, right? They're right. Up, you know, especially if they're there, whoever 
whoever it is you're listening to is on so, some sort of rant, but it's, yep. yeah, I have to watch that myself. Last but not least, Kevin, we'll put a bow on this conversation. Uh, when you're taking these long road trips, it's very key when conditions are appropriate to throw on that cruise control. Saves the leg from cramping. It's one less thing your brain's having to think about regulating speed. You can just focus on steering and driving and that kind of thing. So nice to utilize that. Do we have a cruise control in retirement? In your financial life, it's nice to know that some things can be on cruise control. Example would be your income. You have a pension coming in. You have Social Security coming in. You know those are going to come in regardless of what the market's doing. You're also, you know, change is going to come in your life with age. We all know that. The older we get, change is going to come. And guess what? So will your investments. So think of, of your investments as a team. If you're the New England Patriots who seem to be in the Super Bowl or close to it every single year, guess what? If you look at the team from last year to the year before, it always changes. And the same thing in your investments. You're going to require some sort of tweaking with your investments. But for some things like your retirement income, it's nice to know you're on cruise control and you're going to have predictable paychecks coming in so you don't have to worry about your investments because the market, guess what? It's going to go down and it's going to go down numerous times. I don't know when, I don't know how, but it does. So we need to plan for to have your income on what we call cruise control. So it's predictable income that comes in every month so you can pay the bills, go out and do the things that you dreamt about in retirement. So if that's you, you're, you're concerned about income because this segment was all about income. We talked about income. That's what our Simplicity Plan does. It will give you that retirement number we, we, um, we're talking about. It will give you a plan that you can follow each and every year to see if you're on track. If you're getting close to retirement or if you're in retirement, this plan's for you. And we made it as easy as one, two, three. Number one, pick up the phone, give us a call. Number two, talk to the Marvelous MJ. She will put you on the calendar. And number three, come in into the office. I will listen to you personally. I will put your plan together for you personally. And we will go over what your goals, what your objectives, what your dreams are. And we will factor that into that plan to give you the um, confidence to go into retirement. So that's all, as easy as one, two, three. Just give us a call. It's very simple to do. The number to dial is 888-885-PLAN. You have any questions about your financial life and your financial journey since we're talking about uh, some of this you know retirement road trip stuff on today's show as you go along that retirement planning journey make sure that you're consulting with that uh, if we're going old school here Kevin you're the you're the triple a in the equation right you, you help create the triptych trip yeah <laughs> yeah exactly 888-885-PLAN is the number to call that's 888-885-7526 Kevin's your financial coach at Insight Folios serving you throughout the Tri-City area. He has more than 28 years of experience and is the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement. Boy, this segment today was really built for you, wasn't it? Um, with yeah. the, the name of all your all your stuff here. Uh, Pin Conning, Saginaw, two office locations for Kevin, so it's convenient to come in and say hello. Give a dial, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Leave us a message. Let us know you want to come in for a complimentary review of your financial plan. And Kevin will get you on the calendar and look forward to meeting with you soon. 888-885-PLAN. More coming up on today's show. Stick with us here on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt with you today alongside Kevin Ray at Simply Financial Radio Show, rocking and rolling today. Kevin is your financial coach with Inside Folios in the Tri-City area, offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. Check us out online by going to insightfolios.com. Click the Listen button or Ask Questions 
listen to past episodes of the show, all that at insightfolios.com, plus more educational opportunities there as well. Uh, Check out the Simplicitry Express button in the upper right-hand corner of the page when you go to insightfolios.com, and you can get uh, take a mini quiz, a little mini financial plan can be developed for you in just a couple of seconds. Answer a couple of quick questions and kind of gauge your retirement preparedness. You can get that express financial plan by going to insightfolios.com and clicking on Simplicity Express in the upper right-hand corner. Kevin, I want to talk to you about financial disasters today. You know, wildfires, hurricanes, floods, they're always in the news, some sort of disaster, that's for sure. So we're very familiar with problems caused by natural disasters. And although life and limb aren't necessarily at stake when it comes to our portfolios, I think experiencing a financial disaster can still have a catastrophic effect on our life, especially in retirement. So I want to discuss some of the portfolio disasters that you've seen and how we can avoid them. Uh, first one, uh, I, I know that you've probably seen this one before, a recently widowed spouse who's completely in the dark about the family's financial situation. Really unfortunate. It is, Walter, and believe it or not, I see it quite a bit, especially, you know, throughout the years that I've been doing this. And, you know, a spouse will come into the office and they lost their other spouse, but that spouse that they lost typically took care of everything during their married life. You know, they took care of the investments, the statements, and the other spouse typically stayed out of it. Things were great, so the other spouse never questioned how they were handling the investments. They didn't get involved. They didn't care because the income was there. Things were going good. So I can give you an example. Somebody we just mentioned or just um, met recently. Husband had passed away, and he had taken care of entire finances for their entire 50-plus years of marriage. And when he passed away, he never got her involved in the financial you know, decision-making. So she was clueless about how the investments they had structured here, what they were for, and how he's generating income, you know, and how long it was going to last, and, you know, whether account was, how safe it was, all those things she had questions on. So we had to start from square one with her. We had to, you know, go back to the basics and get her up to speed, get family members included, you know, to help her make financial decisions who were who were used to, you know, being in the in the investment side. And it just takes a long time to get people up and running, especially when you lose a spouse. Your emotions are raw. You don't know which way to turn. You don't know who to trust. So if this is you and you're listening to us and your spouse handles most of the financial stuff, get involved now understand what's going on, understand why those investments are there. If they're producing income, whether they're for growth or they're for safety, whatever it is, get involved and don't let that happen to you because I can promise you it's not a fun spot to be in. And I've seen it plenty of times over my career. Yeah, it's a really good point, Kevin. And uh, it's a really unfortunate situation when those happen. We want to avoid those as much as possible. We also see other financial disasters like a market crash that then forces someone to work longer than they'd plan. Or maybe even worse, Kevin, you probably have some stories back from the 2008 days of people that you met with after this disaster happened uh, where they had to go back to work even after already retiring. Well, yeah, um, there's one person that comes to mind, but the last thing anybody wants to do is be forced, and keywords forced to go back to work. If you want to work longer, that's fine, but you don't want to be forced. So this is where many people get in trouble. And you're right, in 2008, we had a person come in, or 2007, I should say, they retired, and then 2008 happened. And what Wall Street has taught us, that all that matters is growth, 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 growth. And, you know, once you grow your portfolio, you get to a certain age, you can take a certain percentage from it, let's say three or 4% for income. And this is where really 
you know, really people can get into trouble. And I'll give you an example with this person. Yeah, they adopted that, you know, that idea of let's grow it and let's just take three or 4% out. So let's say somebody had 500,000 because that's what this person did. And they plan to take out 4% over their lifetime. So 4% of 500,000 is $20,000. And it went fine in 2007, but in 2008, let's say the market was down 35%. Now you're starting with 375,000. You started with 500, now you have 375, and guess what? You still need that $20,000 of income. This is what, you know, now the withdrawal rate is 5.4% versus four. So this is where people get in trouble and they start running out of money. This is what I call the death spiral on your accounts because it slowly dwindles away because of a major correction. You don't have the time on your side to, to come back, especially if you were drawing money. That's why it's critical to figure out how you're going to get income coming in regardless of what the market does. So don't get put in that position either. Yeah, these are big, Kevin. All of these are financial disasters. Uh, again, we're, we talk all the time on this program about problems with a financial plan. Not all of them necessarily lead to financial ruin, right? I no, mean, and, no. and people don't expect anything to ever lead to financial ruin. But these that we're talking about here are in that category. And these happen to everyday people. Uh, it doesn't mean it's going to happen to you. We're not trying to be alarmist in that way. But it's a good example about how a lack of a plan can lead to these various problems. Exactly. We see it here too, Kevin, when a family legacy is planned out. So maybe your retirement's okay, but maybe you had a significant amount, or even if it's not an extremely significant amount, but it, you wanted to leave something to that next generation. But the legacy gets wiped out by nursing home expenses. This is one of those hidden challenges that a lot of people haven't made it to in their planning process if they've done it on their own. Well, that's true. You know, we talk about this almost every week, don't we? Because it's an important subject because people typically don't plan for such a thing to happen, but it happens all the time. And I'm passionate about this, you know, nursing home expenses, planning for it because I have my great grandmother who spent 10 years in a nursing home. I can see what it does. What if, what if you, the listener right now, have a stroke or you develop the dementia or you had to spend 10 or even five years in a nursing home? Of course, it's going to be a uh, terrible experience for sure. But what about your spouse? You know, people tend to forget about that. You know, your spouse is now going to be your caregiver. What's going to happen to them financially? You know, would they be able to live without being in fear? Because that's what I've noticed when somebody goes to nursing home. A lot of fear, a lot of emotions are going on that they don't have to deplete your assets that took you and your spouse an entire lifetime to accumulate. All that hard work and and sacrifice that you did through work getting to retirement could be gone in just a few short years. And guess what, Walter? This one is the easiest one to plan for, typically, because you can buy insurance that will cover that exposure somewhere down the, down the road. The key is you have to be healthy in order to do it, but you can plan for that. And I'll give you an example. A 61-year-old um, guy come in here uh, a couple of months ago. His mother now is in a nursing home. He's seeing what it's doing to her personally, her finances, those types of things. So he wanted to look at what's the traditional long-term care insurance plan, and he wanted $5,000 a month at home. So it paid for at home. Nobody wants to go to nursing home. Paid for assisted living, or God forbid you got to go to nursing home, paid there. It was $1,400 per year. It's not that expensive. That's probably cheaper than some people pay for home insurance. So plan for this. It's one of the easier ones to plan for. The younger you are, the cheaper it is. But there are options to plan for this. So get involved. Don't let that one bite you down the road because that would be a big bite. <laughs> 
it's not a cheap insurance, but it's also not necessarily, um, you know, so expensive that it's preventative to a big right. poor. It, it, it gets a bad rap, right? I mean, people often will just immediately dismiss it because of sort of what they've heard about it. Oh, long-term care insurance, too expensive. But they don't ever actually run the numbers to see, is it truly, right. for my case, too expensive? Yeah. Now, if you're in your 80s, I can guarantee you it's probably 10 times that much. But yeah. when you're when you're younger, in your 50s and 60s, it's 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 in within reach of most people that can handle that. So plan for that. Yeah. It, that does, now that's not saying go get it right now, but incorporate into it into it. your yeah. Possi- yeah. possibility in your plan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one more example, uh, a little bit of a financial disaster here. Now, this the others were like causes. This one is more of the result. And that's somebody living well into their 80s, and they only have Social Security to rely on. And that's a that's unfortunate when they when you get to that point, Kevin, because Social Security doesn't give us much. Right, and, and that one would be hard to handle, especially for some couples. If you didn't have any savings, like you're, say, like you're saying, we're only living on Social Security, and if you're in your late 80s, you've probably been drawing it for about 20, 25 years, which meant that you're you're not really increasing your income to keep up with the cost of living out there. If you're married, it may be a little bit easier because you have two incomes coming in, but if one spouse dies, and that's where a lot of people seem to get into trouble. The problem is nobody seems to want to plan for that. You know, there are options, you know, emergency funds, but, the, you know, planning for that when you're younger so you don't get into that is key. Um, many factors can derail your retirement, and this is just one of them. The cost of medicine, what happens in your, in your 80s, we all know that goes up. Maybe a new roof on your home, your landlord just increased your rent, or you have a major car repair. If you're living just on Social Security, those things are hard to plan for. Those things are hard to do. So planning is going to be key here, so don't get yourself in that position. Week in, week out, we talk about this, Walter. We talk about Social Security, nursing homes, you know, if the market crashes and there's one thing that we have in common, you need income, predictable income. And that's what the simplicity process does. We sit down, we do an income plan for you that's personalized just for you. So if this is you, all of these subjects that we talk about week in and week out and you're getting close to retirement or you're in retirement and you want a plan that you can look at every year to see if you're on track, just give us a call. Pick up the phone, number one. Number two, Marvelous MJ will put you on the on the calendar number three come in and i will personally sit down with you and listen to you and we'll put that plan together it's tailored just for you it's as easy as one two three so don't procrastinate these things do happen and you know uh people that it's happened to so get in front of this uh train that's coming down the tracks and start planning all you have to do is call that number again it's triple eight 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 five plan that's eight 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 five seventy five twenty six That puts you directly in touch with us here on Simply Financial and allows you to request that complimentary review of your financial situation. Just give Kevin a call. 888-885-PLAN is the number. He's your financial coach here in the Tri-City area. Offices in Pinconning and in Saginaw as well. 888-885-PLAN, your number to call, just in case you're trying to write it down or dial it uh, while it's on your mind. That's a good thing. Don't procrastinate into the future and keep putting it off week after week. I know there's a few out there who listen to the show all the time, Kevin, and they probably go, okay, well, ne- next week I'll do it. Next week I'll call. Okay, the week after that, I'll, I'll, it'll be a better time for me. Well, you keep pushing these things off. You don't have a plan in place. You're leaving yourself open to little mistakes and maybe some of you bigger mistakes like we've talked about on today's show. So don't do that. Take action now if it's on your mind and you know that it needs to be done. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call to reach Kevin Ray. 888-885-7526. 
More coming up on today's show. Still need to answer some of your questions and more around the corner. Stay tuned. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better. Fun part of the show where we step aside from all the financial stuff just to talk a little bit about some fun things going on in in Kevin's life, learn about his personality a little bit more. Uh, We'll look in the past on today's edition of Getting to Know You, Kevin. Who was your favorite teacher growing up? Well, I don't even have to think about this one, Walter. It was Mrs. Potter. Mrs. She Potter, was, all right. She was she was my third grade teacher, and she's still here in Pink County. I hope you're listening, <laughs> Mrs. Potter. <laughs> and uh, she just made you feel special. I remember one time we found out that it was her birthday, and I brought in a rose, and you thought I dropped down a thousand dollar bill. Aww. She just gave me the biggest hug, and uh, she was always, you know, always made you feel like you're the only one in the room. I'm sure that she did this for everybody else, but for me. And I go all the way back to the third grade, you know, I'm getting up in age now, and I still remember her. In fact, she came into my office probably six or seven, maybe eight years ago, and I swear she didn't even change the way she looked. She's just as sweet and pretty as she always was. So, Mrs. Potter, you made a big difference in my life. What a suck up. (laughs) I'm telling you. If my mom was here, she would tell you without question who my, she wouldn't even have to think too. So she knew I love Mrs. Potter. That is too funny. Very, very yours? cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two. Uh, one was fourth grade. Uh, Miss McClintock was the only teacher I never clicked with right away. We, mm-hmm. I, was, I was every teacher's favorite right out of the gate. But for some reason, Miss McClintock and I did not click. And it was really challenging because I was like, whoa, every teacher loves me. Why don't you love me? You know, and so we had to work at it. But then she became my favorite teacher. And I think, you know, she eventually really enjoyed me as a student. And the thing that brought us together, funny enough, was bread. She she made bread, loaves of bread. Um, like every week she must have had baking night and she would make loaves of bread and then she would bring them into school and then she would stick them outside her door and, you know, on a little table and sell the bread for, you know, like $5 a loaf or whatever it was. And it was the most amazing bread I've ever had. So I would spend my allowance buying her bread because it was so good. And, uh, I was probably her best customer and we became friends after that, you know, she, in a, in a teacher student way. And, uh, she made this awesome cheese bread. It was amazing. Uh, she's probably also responsible for all my weight gain, but at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> she got you hooked on cheese bread. She, she right? got me hooked on cheese bread, <laughs> but uh, it, she also became my favorite teacher. So I'd say Miss McClintock until Mr. Mayo in high school. He was my uh, math teacher, calculus, and uh, also cross country coach as well. And he was former military. He worked under Colin Powell when he was in the military. Wow! And he just brought a great sense of discipline. And but also lightheartedness in life, and uh, he was a really really good teacher, and I was fortunate to have him for uh, two and a half years um, in high school. So I'd say Mr. Mayo was uh, probably up there with Miss McClintock and Miss Potter. It sounds like. <laughs> sounds so, like it. Yep. Fun to look back and reminisce about our favorite teachers. That's for sure. They make an impact. All you teachers out there, you're awesome. Keep up the good work and uh, the little things you do. They stick with us. Look at us talking about back from third and fourth grade all these years later. They stick yeah, with students. Stuck with us for many years, yes. Yep, yep. So don't let the – I know teaching can be a tough gig. I've got teachers in the family, and the day-to-day part can be tough. But know that for those few students that you probably say, well, this makes the job worth it, it makes it worth it for them too. So, yeah, that's our, that's our good uh, uplifting moment for the day for the teachers out there. 
All right, uh, still more to come on today's show, Kevin. We've got a few minutes left. We can squeeze in some questions from listeners here. We'll do that when we come back. Stay tuned here on Simply Financial. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. Rolling along on Simply Financial today, Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Inside Folios. Always enjoy chatting with Kevin each week, and it's now time for the mailbag as we answer some of your financial questions here on the program. If you want to submit a question to a future show, go to insightfolios.com and click the listen button. That's insightfolios.com. Our question today comes to us from Judy in Elger, and Judy says, I'm worried about what life will look like for my daughter once I'm no longer around. There's, there's more to this qu- uh, question, so stick with us. She's able to live alone but has some special needs, and I provide some financial support to her. I have a sizable life insurance policy on myself, so she'll get plenty of money when I die, but I'm just worried that she won't know what to do with it. Any suggestions for how to handle this situation? Boy, this really underscores, Kevin, right. the— uh, it's about more than just investments, right? I mean, this is it, it this is. is something different here. Yeah, it has to carry on after Judy is gone, and that's what she's concerned about here. Um, so, Judy, yeah, I do have a couple of uh, suggestions for you. In fact, I have a family member myself who has special needs, and I can tell you exactly what we did for them. So my family member is unable to uh, um, work much, so he's on Social Security Disability. And if your daughter's on here too, there's something out there called a... Uh, special needs trust. And what that trust does is it's going to appoint somebody as a trustee. So your life insurance, the beneficiary, if this is the case, would go to that trust. And then that trustee would help your daughter out money-wise, but it would be stipulated on how you want to do it, when you want to do it, and help, you know, keep your daughter on track so when you are gone that, you know, she's still taken care of. So special needs trust, you have to appoint, you know, somebody you're going to trust that when you're gone, that's going to follow the directions that you put in there. You can stipulate how you want to see the money used. And there are rules that have to be followed for special needs uh, trust as far as income goes. But you have to set that up prior to something happening to you. Now, for my, my own family member, we had an attorney go down to the hospital and had the mother sign. And then the mother signed a few uh, or passed away a few days shorter but we had that in place we didn't violate any rules and now he's getting income and he has to live on his own too and he needs some help and we appointed a trustee which was a family member and that family member oversees this account that's set up for him and make sure he gets the income to help pay the bills and stays in touch so it sounds like that's something similar judy if not, give me a call, and if it is so, just give me a call, too, because I'd love to walk you through this because we do this kind of planning. We work with an attorney. I have one in my office, so I'm very familiar with this, and we can get you in touch with that attorney if need be, too, to get that planning starting for you. But the planning is the key word. You have to plan for it. You have to sit down. You have to put together your ideas, your goals, and your thoughts, it's how you want your daughter to be taken care of when you're gone. Uh, so that money's there and carries forth to help her get through uh, life and as easy as possible. So give us a call. All you have to do is dial 888-885-PLAN, and that'll get you in touch with Kevin if you need some assistance like this. 888-885-7526. You may not be in the exact same situation as Judy, but if you realize that your plan has some of these additional complexities, you know, we're not talking just 
hey, what rate of return do I need on my investments? You know, this is a more complex question. There's moving parts here that need to be considered. And this is the norm, right, Kevin? I mean, this is representative of the the type of intricacies that a lot of the plans that you work with people on will end up kind of taking shape and taking form? We do. We always ask these questions. One of the main questions I ask, are we are we still helping the parents financially or do we helping the kids financially? And how long do you think you're going to do that? That's crucial to planning because we have to plan for it. And that's always comes into play. So don't let these complexities trip you up. Get some assistance planning them out properly. Kevin is there for you if you need that help. He has offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. Give them a call if you've got questions or need some further education on this. 888-885-PLAN is the number. 888-885-7526, your number to call. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for your help this week. Enjoy the show with you, and we'll uh, have another great show on tap next time around. And until then, enjoy your trip to Montana. I will. We'll talk to you when I get back and tell big fish stories. Yeah, we got it. Uh, safe <laughs> travels to you, my friend. That, that is Kevin Ray, financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area. Thanks for joining us for today's show. For Kevin, I'm Walter. We'll talk to you next time back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.